Good day, good day, good day, mates. We're Aguda Murder Podcast, where we're talking about shop kills and cheesy thrills. My name, my name is Kelly, and I'm your croc creator of this wild and crazy ride of a podcast, joined by my other croc creators and influencers, Keely and Coda. Hello, ladies. Hey. 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 What? I'm, I'm, I'm channeling my, if you can't tell, I'm chan- trying That's to channel. That's Texas. Yeah. I'm no, 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 no. It's always Texas. No, no, I'm, I'm channeling my inner Finding Nemo Pelican voice. Okay. It sounds like it, right? Right? Not right, right, right. He's Nemo, right. you know, with the dad, and he's trying to find his dad. He's trying to find his son. Yeah. Mine? Yep. Mine? 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 Okay, well, if you haven't gotten these clues yet, kids, uh, today, our cheese episodes, I'm super excited because we're going down under. We're going to the land of the outback. We're going to P. Sherman 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. <laughs> yes, we are. We're going to Australia tonight, ladies. How excited are you guys? Excited. I'm pretty high. You're going to pump up. You're going to meet me at my level. Yeah. Yep. I'll be there. I'll Not be there. there. I'll get there. Not doing the accent. Yeah. There. No, yep. you yelled at me last time I tried to do an accent. <laughs> so I'm just stopping <laughs> there. <laughs> no. Yeah. Don't even start. I'll, just, I'll, I'll stick with the offensive accents. It's all right. It's fine. Yeah. I can handle the hate mail, which we haven't gotten yet, by the way. I'm surprised by you guys. <clears throat> but please don't start. <laughs> no, please start. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll, I'll start it all. I'll accept it. <laughs> All right. attention is attention. We need a good cry every once in a while. I need a good cry. I need a good insult. Just insult, yeah. I need a need salt a, on that wound. Yeah, I need something to level me out when I'm having a good day. You know what I mean? <laughs> She's got that God complex. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that dog complex. That's what I have. Because dog spelled backwards is God. Ha. Just stop. Okay. Did anybody else get You're that? You're done. I got that dog complex. I'm a golden retriever at heart, and I'm okay Start with that. Working. I'm just like a wiggly waggly like can't tap blonde hair shedding kind of dog yeah that's you that is totally Mm -hmm. me yeah (laughs) hey what are you doing guys what are you doing oh oh my god squirrel and another thing that's Kelly yeah it's totally me Doug Um, from up yes I am Doug (laughs) my master is so wonderful my master is the best friend squirrel yeah (laughs) anyway he did that really well (laughs) I don't have to do anything well. It's just me. It just flows so naturally. <laughs> uh, well, <coughs> so humble as well. <laughs> I'm just really proud of myself. Um, so we're talking about Australia tonight, ladies, and I'm super excited. Australia has a lot of things going on. You know, never been to the beautiful island, a uh, beautiful continent, or you know, it's not an island, but you know, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. It it's surrounded by water. It is an island. It's technically an island, but I think it's like a it, continent too. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like I don't know. I think of island like little tiny, little tiny places. But no, I guess it's it's all it's all on its own. It's all by itself, and uh, I'm excited. I'm really I'm scared because you know the uh, Australia is full of big scary things. <laughs> a lot of a lot of wilderness, mm-hmm. a lot of outback, and I don't know what's back there. But we're gonna find out. Uh, at least with some some dangerous crimes, are we are we correct here, ladies? Or do you got some dangerous dangerous cases? Something that's yeah. gonna oof, oof yeah. me? Oof. Yeah, uh-huh. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, we're also be going to the outback for some dangerous crimes, but also some dangerous cheeses tonight. It'll be awfully engaging. I don't know. Um, I'm really excited, and I hope you guys are too. And without further ado, I will let Keely take it away. Uh, Anita, mate, 
I need a man to hug and kiss. I was going to say, you need what? Me, Anita. <laughs> Anita, what? No, so Anita Lynch was born on November 2nd, 1959 to Gary Lynch, who was a graphic artist for the Royal Australian Air Forces. Okay. And Grace Peggy Lynch, a very well-known nurse. Are these like middle names or like they're two double names? Like how some people have Bobby Grace Sue, Peggy. Grace Peggy. Grace goes by Peggy. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, so, so I write that down. I, so write I that did. down. Yeah, you better remember. Peggy. I'm going to pop quiz you at the end of this. So if you get it wrong, you better fail. You owe me. Okay. <laughs> you owe me. You owe me. I don't know what you owe me, but we'll find yeah. out. So Anita. <laughs> you owe me a good time. She was born in Blacktown, New South Wales. And she was in every way a beautiful person. From all accounts, she was kind, smart, funny, caring, and beautiful. Like winning beauty pageants, beautiful. Wow. She had job opportunities to model, but she wanted to follow her mother's path of nursing. Don't they all? So she... (laughs) I'm beautiful, but I'm going to be a nurse. I'd rather use my brains. I mean, she was (laughs) gorgeous. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing against models and nurses. Yeah, wow, wowzers. I'll put that she in She was our, a babe delicious. I'll put that in our notes. Yeah, she was, she's beauty. Beauty. She's girl. brains. She's, she's getting is, a girl. What is the pageant song? She's I beauty and grace and she's Miss United States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of Miss Congeniality. <laughs> yes. How do they sing the song? <laughs> I'm done. What's she's your beauty, favorite? Man, what's your grace. idea of a good day? And then I, I think, don't know. <laughs> what was it, April? Yeah, April. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's not too cold and it's not too hot. All you need is a light jacket. <laughs> I, I can't. Oh, sorry, Kate. <laughs> What's your name again? Get, Get out Katie, of my body Katie, house Katie, right now. <laughs> Shoo. Back you beast. I'm sorry. <gasps> Ouch. So anyway, she got accepted into the program at Sydney Hospital. And this is where she met her person, John Kobe. They married on March 27th, 1982. They got a place, moved in. They were living their little happy life. Some way or another, they ended up separating in 1985. And in some comments, it was, you know, he couldn't get that she didn't want to be a housewife. And, you know, she wanted to be a nurse and she wanted to help people. And he loved that about her, but he also wanted someone to come home to, and she was working. So, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so anyway, like I said, nineteen eighty-five, they separated, and Anita moved back into her parents' house. Fast forward to February fourth, nineteen eighty-six. Anita got done working a shift. I'm sorry, this was February second. My bad. Anita got done working a shift at the hospital and was planning to hang out with some girlfriends. Mm-hmm. They went out and had a few drinks, and one of the friends invited her to stay over. But Anita insisted on going home to sleep in her own bed because she wanted to sleep in since she didn't work until 1 p.m. the next day. Um, Anita's parents didn't think anything of her not coming home and assumed she stayed at a friend's house because this was something that she did fairly often. It wasn't until the hospital called, stating she didn't make it into work the next day. The police were called immediately, since that's something Anita would never do. Unfortunately, that was the last time Anita was seen alive. It's always the last time. Always. She does. They don't show up, and then they're like, and that's the last time. Yep. And then they were seen yesterday, and then they were <laughs> seen the next day. Ooh. 
I don't know. So what happened to Anita? Find out after this cheese break. (gasps) (laughs) All right, all right. So we are talking about cheese, mates. And the cheese today is Old Crock Shop Cheddar. Extra Shop Cheddar. It's an Australian cheese. Even says it on the label. (laughs) Super excited. So with this extra... Sorry, I'm trying really hard to be dead ass. Be dead ass. No, it's okay. So this extra sharp cheddar is a cheddar cheese, which we know to be true and delicious. Okay, and I want I want you guys to be able to actually listen or hear what I'm actually saying. So I love you, Aussie, but I'm gonna take the accent down a notch and just talk in my regular voice. Um, So, like I said, we have the Australian Old Croc. (laughs) extra sharp cheddar cheese it is considered a vintage or like an extra aged cheese and it's aged up to 18 plus months which means ladies it's gonna be for a while it's been cooking it's been sitting and stewing it's a toddler it is it's a toddler it's a it's 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 older than uh a couple of coda's kids no i just want one one one. there you go (laughs) just one kid just one kid (laughs) this cheese is older than her youngest yeah there you go Okay, perfect. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, Wait, I, got, I got more? Uh, Wait, what? You didn't know I don't that? remember this. All right, so Old Crock is a cheese brand that you can, of course, get here in the States. Uh, I actually found this at my locally sourced Walmart, and it was very reasonably priced. And uh, let's see, a little fun facts about this creamery or this dairy. I'm just going to read a couple things from their website because they have a website, kids. Check it out. Old Crock Cheese. Sponsor us. Sponsor us. Please do, mates. A beautiful Australia. While Australia is the perfect place for dairy farming. Australia is known for its sprawling landscapes and impact culture, unique flora and fauna. But did you know the land down under is also a prime location for dairy farming? I did not know that. I wouldn't have think thought. Think thought. You think thought that? I wouldn't I have think, think thought, thought that. Uh, this beautiful country boasts over 5,700 dairy farms that contribute significantly to the national and global economy. Damn, Australia. They fit that many on that little bit? It's a huge place. Australia is actually pretty massive. Like, Uh if you take Australia and you slap it onto the U.S., it it takes up, like, probably half of the U.S. It's huge. Australia is huge. Uh, with this ideal climate for southeast seaboard, of the southeast seaboard, this region's rich biodiversity and the ongoing sustainability efforts of local farmers discover why beautiful Australia is a perfect place for dairy farming and why old crocs is awesome. A-U-S-S-O-M-E. Awesome. Cheeses are so uniquely delicious. Awesome cheeses are uniquely delicious. That kind of rhymes. I like that. That's a good one. I like that song. <laughs> I would. That's a, that's a good, if you guys had a, a commercial, you should try to sing song it like that. That's a jingle. That is a good jingle. Old Crocs, awesome. Cheesies. Cheesies. God. Try it again. Make yeah. it again. Uh, old Crocs, awesome. Cheeses are uniquely delicious. That, I like that. It sounds like it. Note to self. Send it into Old Croc if you're not already listening. You could send a letter. I could. A very well-worded letter. Or I can send an audio clip. That's what I'll do because you have to hear it. You got to hear the accent in like, the jingle. What? That is the worst <laughs> accent I've heard. I'm so offended. Like, yeah. Are they making fun of us? No, I love <laughs> you so much. I'm, I, this is, this is not a making fun of. This <clears throat> is an aspiring to be but failing horribly. So 
what is it? There it is. Mimicking. Mimicking is the most is the best flattery. Yes. Is it not yeah. mockery. No. no. The best flatter. I don't no, know. I think mimicking, mimicking, mimicking. Mm, I don't know, but I'm. I'm We're trying to flatter. You, I'm trying okay? to flatter you. This is me talking in the voice like this is the equivalent of giving you a bouquet of flowers. I hope you accept. That is not where I thought you were going. <laughs> you I heard of? the bee. A, a bouquet of flowers. <laughs> the drug. Yeah, sure. Australia's first dairy cows arrived in 1788, the year the first fleet, first fleet, which is, I guess it's all uppercase, first fleet, sexual thing, traveled from England to New, New South Wales. In six short years, two bulls and seven cows ayo, would become a herd of 61. The cows and farmers rapidly acclimated to the Australians' unique southern climate, and by 1800, which is like, what, you know, 22 years, 21 years, whatever, or not even, I don't know, math. The Australian dairy cow population expanded to just over 1,000. So from 61 to 1,000, which is like maybe 15 years. That's, damn, they're getting it. Damn. Today, dairy farming in Australia takes place primarily across eight dairy regions, Victoria, New South Wales, South, South Australia, Queensland, Western Australia, and Tasmania. Many of these regions fall along the southeast seaboard, which has a cooler climate and more rainfall than the desert Australia is most known for. So interesting. Interesting. So a little tidbit about this cheese. It is diverse from a diverse area. And it is rich in flavor, rich in this sharp, delicious flavor, which we will be pairing with a couple things today. So extra sharp cheddar. I did some cheese search. I know, of course, we've paired we've paired cheddar with quite some things. I know over over these last few episodes, but the one thing we haven't yet paired together is cheese and honey. We're gonna do Ooh. a sharp, sharp cheddar cheese pairs well, or it's, it's said to pair well. Extra sharp cheddar. You have to have the extra. Have to have the eighteen plus months. Pairs well with a good honey because it's like a sweet and sharp taste supposed to balance each other out pretty well or complement each other. And we also have uh, sharp cheddar cheese is also very well paired or can be well paired with red wine. So we have some honey and red wine. And we're going to be doing a couple little tastes this evening with both flavors. All right. And so the wine that we have tonight, it is. Tonight? It is called, it's Apothic <clears throat> Merlot, the blue label with a big A on it. But I resonated with this lovely bitch is because it's an untamed and unbound Merlot. So it's untamed like the Outback with all its wildernessly tastes. So does this wine. It has a very gamey. How would you describe it, ladies? I know we've already been sipping on it a little bit. Like a dango pissed in my glass. Oh, I don't know no, about that. It is it definitely, okay, smelling it definitely has a uh, dirt. A, a rich smell to it very very you can immediately tell it immediately tell it has more of a bite it's a very dry smell yeah just fisting that glass stem (laughs) jesus christ um she's aggressive you gotta hold it nice hold the wine glass i can't politely hold it because i'm just i'm already disappointed oh god you're not well that's keely's for you stop shaking no (laughs) 
Keely just likes no, to shake. I want to freeze. She just likes to shake. We have one window open, and it's really nice out, kids. Yeah. Not as nice as it is in Australia, I bet. I'm, I'm going to check. What is, what's the weather in Australia today? I can't remember if they're, like, on opposite seasons than us or not. And uh, New Zealand's opposite seasons. They're not the same, though. Kelly, oh, shit. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, why'd you keep taking another drink? You just told Coda. What? what? Uh, state was your story in? Or what region of Australia? They don't call states. They really? do. Do they really? Mm -hmm. They do. Is it? Are they actually called states? Mm -hmm. states? Some of them are states. Prospect. Prospect. Australia. Prospect. SA, Australia. Okay. What's it's the 59 like? there. It's actually colder Ooh. <laughs> than it is here. Sorry, Australia. We got a nice, robust, oh, it's like, what, 60 or 70 right now? Well, it's it's 50, nice. It's 59 there, and it is... What's the weather outside? It's nice out. 64. 69. Boo! Oh, 69. Oh, oh. oh, wow. Look at these two different apps telling us two different weathers. It's in and the 60s, weather. kids! So we're just, a, we're, just a, we're just a pinch warmer than you guys today, but uh, I know that won't last. Oh. But you have sun, and we have clouds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here comes the sun. Okay, and All so right. here comes this cheese testing. So I will, what I'll do with you ladies, I will give you the cheese and honey first. Yum, yum, yum. I'll, I'll warm me up. I'll warm me up with some... Uh, butter me up. Butter you up. Honey me up. And today we just have a 100%. That's smart, honey. Uh, nothing, not a fancy honey, I would say. Just a good go-to. Like I love it when you buy honey and it's like ingredients. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, thanks. Which, I mean, obviously it should be, but I don't know. I just got a crick crack out of that all right so i'm just gonna give you a little little dibble dabble Woo. little money dance little dollop will do you okay same thing for yourself okay okay all right kids cheers cheers cheers, cheers. okay Ooh. that was good this is good mm -hmm. describe it to me kids like if this wine actually tasted good. <laughs> <laughs> no, the honey is sweet. So, of course, we're just, it's its just honey. There's no extra stuff in this honey. So, the honey on top of this sharp cheddar is actually giving it like a, um, obviously, a fruit flavor. Or not fruit, but like a sweet flavor to it. Mm -hmm. It's, I'm trying to describe it. <clears throat> it really, okay. Yeah, I just swallowed it a little bit wrong. <laughs> it was so good. She mm -hmm. just. I scarfed it. I did. I love it. It was honey. so Gouda she had a and sharp cheddar. Mm. Mm. I like it. So it, it um just try to taste that out. Mm, no, no, no. I feel like that it's weird. I like honey. Mm hmm But and this wine kind of has the same undertones to me. Okay. Okay. Ooh, but I don't so like the fancy. wine. Okay. All right. Well, mm -hmm. I would say yeah, the, the the sweet with the sharpness of the cheese really are really good. I'm gonna have to do this more. This is really good. Like mm -hmm. again, I might actually have to like Kelly's eat not a honey. honey person. I'm not a honey person. I don't know why. I just never mm -hmm. been. Now I am because I can put it with cheese. How do you like your honey with cheese <laughs> or um, peanut butter and toast? Okay, that's Ooh. a thing. That's a thing. I wouldn't do that, but that's a thing. What? Yeah. Why? I told you. I just said I don't like honey. Why? I just don't enjoy. You it? eat this dirt wine? <laughs> you drink this dirt wine? No, it's weird. I don't understand. You won't eat bee vomit? No, no, I won't. I, and I will have to now, now that I know it tastes good with cheese. That's the best. I love things when they taste good with cheese. 
That's always a plus, right? Okay. All right. So we did the honey and cheese. Highly suggest it. 10 out of 10. I would mm-hmm. give that a 10 out of 10. That was yep. good. Yeah. That was absolutely. good. Especially, again, sharp cheddar. It can, it does, you wouldn't, I, I don't think you'd want to have this with like a mozzarella or like a cheddar jack by any means. It would have to be a sharp or like extra sharp cheddar because it gives it that bite, which really, really goes well with the sweet honey. Okay. We also have some other cheese on our plate today that is not related to Australia. It is a mango jalapeno jack, I think it is. I can't remember. Yep. And uh, this this cheese, because it has the mango in it, is already sweet. So, and so we're just, we're, this is non-related to Australia, but we're, we're doing the honey test with it. And it's really, like the mango, the mango in this cheese makes this cheese taste like double bubble. Like, not double it's bubble, hubba bubba. Hubba bubba. I liked it. Maybe try it with a cracker because it again it has jalapeno in it too, so it does have like it's fruity. Mm-hmm. I got the I got cheese. the jalapeno kick, but all I'm getting is gum. I'm I think it's because we're we're gum. That's the only thing you can with do. Like, like if hint. you didn't say no, hubba bubba. It's like you were chewing hubba bubba and ate some salsa. Yeah, hubba bubba salsa. Hubba bubba. Hubba bubba salsa. Salsa bubba. Salsa bubba. Hubba salsa. I don't know. I like mixing things together. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we did the the cheese and honey, which is delicious. I'd say ten. I'd ten ten out of ten for the extra sharp honey. I'd give the mango jack, the mango jalapeno, maybe eh, like a six. I would say the six because the cheese itself is already sweet. So you're adding honey on top of it. It makes it extra sweet. Yeah. It kind of it amplified. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Emphasize or amplified the uh, the already odd fruity. Hubba bubba bubble gum flavor of the cheese, <laughs> but I like it. I mean, I'm. I I'm thought at, it was good. There you go. Okay, two out of three. That wins. All right. So That's now great. we're gonna do. What What do you think, kids? Uh, this ratio, this uh, this three ratio, will be for this wine and cheese pairing. I think it's I gonna be. Know. A, it's gonna be a one. It's yeah, gonna be a one out of three. One I wonder who that one, one is. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. So take take your bite. Take your mm-hmm. cheese bite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Grab it. Grab it, okay, okay. okay. So I say, do the drink it real drink. Well, no, I don't want no, more. You have, you have to. to. We that's what that's the rule. You cheater. You have to do yeah, the yeah, cheese. You have to take a bite myself. of the cheese. Take a bite of the yeah, cheese, and then get. a swig of the wine. I asked you why you were doing that. I was trying to get it out of the way. <laughs> I don't know why I would do that. Okay, take a bite. Why would you do that? It's in your mouth. <laughs> no, I'm drink it. Take a drink. Gnarly. <laughs> 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 Okay, with the cheese, it's not as bad as by itself. Oh my god, that was so hard to take no. down just looking at your guys' faces. I almost had wine and cheese out my nose. <laughs> oh, shaking your hands. Mm. Yeah, oh. Keely has to shake it out. Look, look at him. She's, uh, she's having a reaction, a uh, bodily reaction of some sort. Things are popping. I'm not going to tell you which. <laughs> uh, this is, okay, I will, say, I will say this is a very dry red. It is very untamed. Mm. And the the name precedes itself. It's better than uh, the other one you gave us. No, the first one was way better. I think this this, this winemaker one that we were just having funsies is so no. much better. Why would you do that? Tell me that isn't better than what you just drank. That Ha-ha! that is gonna be better than this. Yep. Mm, see, that's weird because I thought the untamed was better. No, no, I'm good. Just, don't <laughs> no, do that. You have to test it. You have Keep to try that it. out of my glass. Okay, it's fine. Everything's fine. I'll just drink it's all the fine. wine. I have a whole Coors can. Thanks, mom. A Coors glass, a Coors pint of wine. It'll be great. Thanks, thanks, uncle. <laughs> 
And um, so this is interesting. I love it. I love it. We have some more. We have some more cheese facts of Australia coming at you. Maybe a little later this evening, a different episode, perhaps. But it will be. Um, I'm really excited about that one, which I won't uh, won't try to talk too much about. But it's exciting because we're in the outback. We're gonna try all the flavors, trying all the flavors and listening to all the facts. I'm gonna let Keely take over her rest of a story and see what happened to this wonderful broad. Kelly, that was disgusting. <laughs> I think we went on an adventure. A taste bud adventure. Who wants to do honey shots? Yeah. Yeah, some honey some of my shots. taste buds definitely I'll needed to retire. Go for it, man. I'm not gonna finish this before it goes bad. It doesn't ever go bad. Oh. <laughs> See, that's how much I know about honey. <laughs> Ingredients, honey. And two doesn't go bad. It will never go bad. It will never go bad. Huh. It might crystallize. So what happened to Anita? <laughs> okay. We don't know. Okay. Anita. We need to know. So two days. I need to know about Anita. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say I can't stand you because <laughs> I can, but I've missed I you. I can. <laughs> I can't stand you. It's been a minute. It's just so, been a hot second. I don't get to see you every day. I know. It's it's bad. It's, it's harsh. I'm, I'm over here trying to hold Kelly's hand as much as I can. <laughs> I thought you were just feeling her cold fingers. Or no, something. I, I, I do that to her at work. I did that Used to her at to work do every that day. At work. Listen. Until you left. Listen, yeah, until you found left somewhere. Pay for my school. You found a better opportunity somewhere else. Show, and I just had to out compete. So whatever. Fuck you. I love you so much. Show her shit, dude. Anyway, two days after going missing, Anita's body was found naked with bruising, knife wounds, and a slit to her neck that was so bad she was nearly decapitated. Thank you, Captain Obvious. You're welcome. She said knife wounds cause bruising. Oh, really? I didn't know. But to be honest, that doesn't that's not the first thing that comes to my mind when I think of a knife wound. I'm, I'm thinking literally like a little slash mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. maybe some dried blood. I'm mm-hmm. not thinking about the bruising. Mm-hmm. Even if it makes sense. So there you go. See it, but it never crossed my mind. See, Captain Obvious stated some super hard. I don't know why it was hard to say. Hard. Hard facts. It was clear that she was raped as well. Oh, mm-hmm. no. I don't like that. So the investigation started right away. I, I hope so. Hey. Yeah, I'll give it a week. <laughs> We're terrible. I'm sorry, Keely, go on. So they, the <clears throat> only way that they could identify Anita was there was a ring on her finger, which was her and John's wedding ring. Aww. She didn't take it off. Mm-hmm. And it was a very unique ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried to find a couple pictures of it and I could not. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they took this ring in to custody and they got in contact with Anita's parents and John and they were all able to identify that yes that is for sure Anita's ring whatever so then they hmm. they didn't arrest John but like they basically held him hostage and like interrogated him like where is like, she number one of course it's always the <clears throat> husband but or it's usually his husband I know. Yes. husbands and that that case would have been easy but it wasn't um there was proof that you know he had a sorry he had a what is the word oh my gosh alibi alibi oh my gosh well and wouldn't they be able to match the dna from mm-hmm. the rape and it wasn't mm-hmm. his yep, yep. so yep they had not he had an alibi they also had proof that his dna was nowhere to be seen or found on her and then 
you know, they ended things on good terms. Like, they were in the process of trying to work things back oh, out. Yeah, oh. she, she was planning to move back in with him. So it was just oh. kind of, it was rough. But a $50,000 reward for the information was made on uh, through the Australian government. And then John Law, which was a radio host at the time, he ended up getting his hands on a copy of the autopsy report. Mm. And he read it aloud to the public. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he just mm-hmm. fucked up everything. Why would you leave? Yeah. Don't read things to the public. Yes. Yeah, because now you can't tell who actually knows anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Dumbass. So he said that the public ought to know. And, the public ought to know. And it incited anger in the public that murders like this are happening and shouldn't. And the public should know every detail. So. You know, Give the details after the fucking thing's solved. You yeah, so a ton of calls were coming through, and they're like, hey, we saw her. This is where she was. And it's, like, on the opposite end of Australia. And they're like, mm, wrong. Right, highly wrong. unlikely. Um, yeah, so anyway, an informant, in regards to a stolen vehicle, brought police to John Travers, Michael Murdoch, mm-hmm. Michael, Gary, and Les Murphy. A literal group of criminals known for crimes varying in petty, sorry, in petty crimes like a stolen bicycle to a violent stabbing in in crime cases that that way. So a friend of the family offered to wear a wire to get a confession for stealing a car. So they didn't know that this had anything to do or could have anything to do with Anita's murder. Okay. They just, basically they've been trying to catch these guys for years and, you know, they've only been able to get them for petty crimes or whatever. And so it goes. So anyway, that friend got a confession, got a wire and got a confession for stealing the car, but also got a confession that was much worse and much deeper. (laughs) So the confession reported that the group of men went on a binge of drugs and alcohol as one does. They stole a car and were cruising around. Mm-hmm. And, you know, while they're on this high bin binge, they decided that they were going to rob the next person that they saw. Spur of the moment. No, no actual plan at all. That's how I like to spend my nights out. Yeah. yeah. Robbing and splurging. That's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of beer and cheese, honestly. Benders. A lot of- yeah. So they saw a woman walking. They pulled up and snatched her. <gasps> and that woman just so happened to be Anita. Ugh. When they snatched her, they literally threw her in the backseat of the car that they had stolen. They beat and raped her for hours driving around Australia. So, Blacktown, or the first town that I see in the original. Yep. Um, Drove around all over, and finally they had enough, and they ditched her in profit. Ugh. All of the men were arrested, and all told the same story. Word for word. Like, they all knew what was going on. There was not an ounce of remorse in this entire trial. And from start to finish, it only took 21 days for them to, from literally finding Anita's body to finding the men and arresting them and getting them charged for everything. Did they plead guilty? Mm-hmm. All of them. Lesser sentence that way. Mm-hmm. Fuckers. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuckers. So. Seriously. But like, in, I don't know. What's, what's better? Like, then confessing and just being like, sure, yeah, I did it. Oh, well. Or I guess it, not necessarily. I mean, that's not good. Sentence, but shorter trial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So speedy process. Right. I guess that's a good yeah. thing, you know. So this was one of the largest murder cases that happened in Australia for this time, mm. and because of Anita Kobe and 
Kobe Kabi, however you want to pronounce it. Because of her death, the Australian public led the criminal justice system to change what they included in the truth in sentencing laws. And this required judges to specify the minimum and maximum sentence or term of a sentence for serious crimes. Hmm. So prior, basically the judge was like, all right, you're going to jail. I'll tell you when. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some cases were dropped pretty shortly after people went to prison and were released pretty quickly because Australian um, policies, they mm-hmm. try to release people on rehabilitation and release them back to the public. Um, Okay. Which I mean, a wild animal release them back. I mean, at the end of the day, that's the goal for for all prison systems is to teach people that what you did was bad, and you know you can be a good member of society again. But but after something like that, to have no remorse, yeah. There's there's I can understand a drug crime or like a a non-violent crime. Like I don't want to. I don't say hit and runs are okay, but like you hit somebody, you freak out, and you drive away. That's not okay. However. Somebody who does that can still have remorse. Yeah. And it's not necessarily on purpose. Right. Yeah. These guys, it wasn't their plan, but they did it. And they, it was on purpose. Yeah, it was on purpose. And they didn't feel any sadness about it. No. And they didn't know who it was. Yeah. It was just right there. Oh, there she is. Or that, that's somebody. Nope. So John Travers, which was the ringmaster of this whole crime and case as of 2022, was housed in Wellington Correctional Center in maximum security. In 1988, he was transferred to Madeland Gale and was housed there until 1992. So basically, he traveled back and forth between a ton of different prisons and hospitals. Mm. Um, but he's still in custody. Yes. Yep. And this happened in 88? Six. 86. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael <clears throat> Murphy... Um, sorry, I had everything screenshotted. So he died in Long Bay Hospital on February 21st of 2019 at the age of 66. Did they say what he was sick with? Terminal cancer. Oh. Good! I don't know. (laughs) Sorry. I said that was the easy way out. We don't wish death on anybody. Gary Murphy is in... Goldburn Correctional Center in maximum security as well. Les Murphy is also in Goldburn Correctional Center in maximum security. Michael Murdaugh was formerly a maximum security inmate at Goldburn until December 99 when he was reclassified to medium security and transferred to Bathurst Correctional Complex in 2002 and was reclassified as maximum security and transferred to Lithgow Correctional Center. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Why do they keep bouncing them around? Like, right. uh, run out of space, run out of funding. Right. I'm sh- I'm sure a little bit of everything. What's going on? But uh, keep it keep it fresh so they can't break out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. So <clears throat> that is uh, Anita Kobe. Yeah, that yeah, was. That's a intense case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they solved it right away. Yeah, I love a solved I think, case. Yeah, that's intense and that's crazy. The way they found her was very similar to Deborah. Yeah, like nobody. Deborah wasn't assault, well, sexually assaulted that we know mm-hmm. of, and she right. was clothed. But they didn't ever find her person, mm-hmm. right? Right, and that's people. I think that's worse because you know that person's still yeah. out there, could be still out there unless they right. died. Of the family whatever. never has an answer. Right, right. I just right. think it's intense that like so, that they were trying to blitz attack. That, like, that's <laughs> well, that of, like, 
but the the police go to arrest the guys for stealing a car and they're like oh and you killed this woman yeah yeah and we raped her too like are you fucking bragging about it what is happening you said that they had a family member with a wire arm Mm -hmm. to try to get the car yes for stealing the car the car confession the Mm -hmm. car confession okay and then everything else kind of sloughed out yeah She's like, where'd you get the car from? And he's like, let me tell you about what happened. Yo, me and my buddies went on a binge. So what happened was, this is what happened. Yeah, we we saw this cool-ass car. Did a ton of drugs, stole the car, and then we just saw this lady. And we're like, you know what would be cool? If we were inside her. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, oh, holy holy cow, buddy. Yeah. I'm sure she was probably like, I need to get that. Right. Yeah. She literally dipped back to the police and was like, take this. Uh, <laughs> I'm tapping out, buddy old boy. Right. You're done. You're done. <laughs> Over it. Damn. Yeah. That's so That nice. was an intense case. Mm-hmm. It was. And it was it was like a change up from your usual mm-hmm. true crime versus murders. I'm, I miss murders. I miss murder. I'm going to be I... honest. I, I'm a little tired of ghost story research. That was there you go. That was good spicy. So oh, this was good. This was good. a good one. That was good. And we had some extra sharp cheese yeah, grills to cheap. go with it. I think now that the weather is getting nice, we need to do the gouda on the go. Ooh, we really do. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we should. Anyway, if you guys have any questions or concerns, you can email us at. at- gouda.murder at gmail.com you can follow us on facebook gouda murder podcast official on facebook or at facebook and then we also have tiktok and, and we have a tiktok that's just gouda murder gouda murder murder and stay murder. tuned for an insta insta yeah see all these wild and crazy pictures that I will maybe forget to take. And get more friends to follow us. Yeah, there you go. There you go. get a YouTube. Tell somebody about us. Tell us about it. Boom. All right. Anyway, stay fresh. Cheese bags. Good day.